even if you take it as a loss, it's still a blessing because you didn't leave Earth. It was like final destination. You've arrived. In this season, please don't do it without me. Right there is a cemetery. That's why I was supposed to be laying it at one o'clock. Don't do it without me. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Fight with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here, back in the rabbit hole. Um, I got my boy BJ back in it. Yeah. <laughs> and we got a very special guest to this afternoon. Um, old back to the sandbox, you know, friend to where we grew up in school. And, you know, just when you in high school, like, it's just a crazy thing of, how you find friends and how you find your individual self as you're going through mistakes and growing pains of just teenage issues that we go through and find yourself. And then you, you meet different type of people and you come across them, whether you're growing up with them or in school, we spent a lot of time with each other, like eight hours a day, Monday through Friday. Some of us was bad as hell. We spent some Saturdays in school. That Saturday school was going tough with us. Like some of us did sat to school sometimes. You know, some of us had detention. So we see each other then. Some of us grow up little league, rec league teams. We grew up like that. But the ones that you've seen for eight hours a day and then, you know, they're regular people or then they stay after school and then y'all witness the athletes stay after school and practice. You know what I'm saying? It's just a wonderful thing in the genuine. We realize now how genuine some of that was, no matter what drama we ever went through, too. Like, it was still, we're naive and young. We don't realize some of that stuff is learned behavior, but we're still was so genuine to where growing up in our time, it wasn't that serious of the killing and the, the bullying of socially embarrassment and stuff like that. So, a lot of our stuff we did was, it was just regular. <laughs> and we, we look at this time of day, like, we'd be like, it really wasn't that serious. But, you know, I have to bring my good friend, you know, smooth, cool kid yes, sir. in the building. Um, How you been doing? I've been doing good, man. Blessed. Just getting myself mentally, physically, spiritually together, you know, financially, emotionally. You know, every day that we wake up, it's a new battle. You know, we have 365 battles a day. Sometimes it's 366 battles. Every day we wake up, it's a win. So even if you take it as a loss, it's still a blessing because you didn't leave Earth. You know, our brother Keenan, I look at his situation. I look at some of my classmates that we lost through COVID. You know, just grows, let alone from June all the way to August. We lost like six people. Six between the class of 09, class of, what is that, 08? Yeah, I think it was 07 too as well. So, you know, I take it every day. It's a learning lesson for me. And it's, and it's like none of it has been black on black crime either, right. though. Like that they would consider black on black crime. Like it's been real life that people, it's just a proven fact that you can be here today and, and go on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We've had people die of 
sickness of actually just being sick, mm-hmm. getting COVID and dying. Like, and a, a deathbed death, like, and not even being 60 and 70 and 50 years old, you know, right. 22, 28, 30 year olds, like, dying, dropping dead. And it's like, damn. And it's so close to us because we've only been out of school. We haven't even been out of school for 20 years. Right. Like, 14 at the max. And you're talking about eight alone in our class, probably. Oh, yeah. In our class. And it's like, oh, nine is so close. We're lumping those together, too, because those are two big. It's been big like that lately. It has major. Yeah, it, it, took me, it took me by surprise. I was like, oh, how? You see it in your life. <laughs> I don't say, who that? Right. <laughs> you see the RPG? You're like, no. Uh-uh. Like, one of our classmates in 09, I saw her and her child like two weeks prior. And then when I saw her last Facebook post, and then maybe like a few hours later, somebody put an RIP. I was like, whoa, God, you doing it like that? Whoa, wait a minute. What's wrong? <laughs> But I'm under I'm understanding it, you know, more and more every day. You know, we're all here temporarily on assignment. And when he needs us elsewhere, it's like gotta go. <laughs> the eye opener I've seen a lot that was around me um in my class. But I say the most one that I I've never felt a type of pain like that in my life, like to wear sleepless nights and mm-hmm. hard days and like there was some times where I was so afraid to sleep in this house by myself because I was just that hurt. And it was, I, I noticed so much things spiritually and came to terms of having to come to terms of closure to understand what happened. But when little Brett died. Yeah, that, that hit me the hardest too. Um, I, It was some real... Bad, bad nights. Um, I was so afraid sometimes to just be in my thoughts in here. Like my mom stays three hours. She's a three hour different time difference in California. I would call her, um, around like 12 o'clock or something mm-hmm. and stay on the phone with her. Like just, just stay on the phone with her. Like, and then when she was at work, um, Nigel was in California. So, I know he gonna be up, you know, so I would call him and like that would last until about four in the morning to where I'm like, damn, I gotta let them go to sleep now because they've been up. So now I gotta be up for work at like 5.45, 5.30. So I haven't been asleep yet. So it's like, now you wanna just hurry up. You don't even wanna fall asleep. So like I will go and chill in the gas station parking lot until the sun came up. Because I did not want to be in the house. Like, it was rough. But that was probably the most serious one that I say, I think death and coming to terms with that, that was one of those. Yeah. That was one of those for me. It's just, it's wonderful now knowing what we know now and the spiritual connections of just knowing having faith, but knowing energy vibrations and things that happen like this in this world now, um, to see and come across more and more people that's that way is heartwarming. Because 
we were just living for a long time, like no care. Yeah. <laughs> like we were like when they say YOLO, we meant that. Yeah. We still do, yeah. but we know, damn, but but when it's over, man, I think it's over. Yeah. Like we was like, you know, if it's my time, my time. Right. Now we thinking like, ooh, sheesh. Time though? Right. It's a little bit longer. Like we we we've starting to have to come to terms with that's that's just selfish. Mm-hmm. Like to think that we deserve to spend X amount of time on this earth for us to suffice that we would think that that was living enough. Like that's, I realize how selfish that is that even when the ones you love the most leave to just be like, dang, they had so much more to live for or so much time. And then you like, how do you know that? Like, that's not, that's not what they, they were created for a reason to be here for a reason and for just a couple seasons. Like mm-hmm. for you, but for you to be so selfish and say they had more time, if they left the creator, he knew that was the amount of time that that person deserved to be here to make an impact or right. to do what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And understanding that now and seeing other people that are starting to come to terms with it too, is warming that because we'll stop acting certain ways and doing certain things. I think that's, I think that's the biggest part of, of, of enjoying that now. Now that, you know, we are 30 years old and are over 30, um, we all have our. That's what you Nah, people still ask if I need the kids menu, man. <laughs> so I and, technically didn't finish school yet, brother. And also, um, all of us getting our own businesses and living life, being entrepreneurs, understanding where that could take us um, as adults now, because we watched our grandparents retire from shit, right. in pensions. That ain't what our generation is gonna do. It's not even there for us. But um, just to hear you say that you have things um, working on, you were working up, cooking up, man, that's wonderful to hear too. Um, but what is some of the things that you actually know that um, that you're doing that's working towards that? Like, um, I know you're saying cooking some things up so we know it's entrepreneur-wise. Yeah. It's never to say I'm hoping that I'm going to apply for the job and they're going to call me back. So, so what is it? I got a little mixture of everything from uh, filming to photography to clothing to music. You know, and it's not just going to be me. It's going to be other people I know who are talented because there's nothing like the music nowadays that's out. You know, when we were growing up in the 90s, being a 91s baby, music had a meaning to it. Yeah. It had a story to it. You know, we don't have any more Slick Ricks and uh, Grandmaster Flash and DMX. You know, right. like I wasn't really a fan of King Von, but when I did give his music a chance, it told a story. Mm. And it sucks that, you know, his timing was his timing, but we need more artists like that. And I know people who are like that. You know, I know a lot of visionaries who are creative when it comes to filming. I know people who actually are poets. Tupac was one. Look how he put his music together. Give him a chance. Mm. Because, like I said, what's nowadays the hippie booby. Let Migos do that. That's their thing. And some people out there, yeah, that's their that's their era. You know, beepity boo bop, do your thing, man. <laughs> do your thing. But you know, now we need more. Because look at the world. Look how it's turning. You know, we need that love. I'm glad you said that because 
the reason why we have to go away from that is everything is so viral. So everybody is going to take a piece of something what somebody said and apply it to their life. Like I've never seen niggas take quotes from people and apply it to their life. Right. Good or bad. It's just like depending on who you are and how influential you are. Like anybody can be influential if everybody just like whatever they said. Right. Now, (laughs) if it sound good, like people are applying that to their life. So it's like if music is going to be the impact like that for people because that's what they're listening to all the time. Why not let that be what they're hearing? Right. The messages, whether with it, whether even listening to Boosie going back to listening to his stories. Right. Yes. It may paint bad pictures, but that is somebody saying what their life was and telling it to you in a story. Right. Like to know that that's influential. Like, Knowing that in the streets, Rob, you know what I'm saying, selling dope. Right. Oh, I can, I can damn near, you know what I'm saying, have someone to knock you off. Just, just whatever. Like, but for people to hear that and start want thinking that they can live that, like how influential you gotta be. And they started using the wrong, and they're using, they're picking people on purpose now mm-hmm. to turn the youth that way. Right. If and you don't fit the images. Exactly. It's like you're not going to be in it no more. The nigga look like that's the life. They Like now, they don't even have to look like it no more. They just move a certain way, but talk about it out loud. Right. It's like, damn, that's so backwards than where they used to be, though. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that we about to go now. Right. But I, I hear like people like, you know, God of my uh, self. Like, listen, you know, I hear uh, Lil Red, shout out to Doom. Like he has some real influential storytelling in their message. Like my homeboy, um, Lucius Xavier. Like when I first started, mm-hmm. I was using their music. Um, and I told him, like, this is gonna be a big platform. Like, people gonna wanna hear this. So I'm already bringing them to listen. The least I can do is bring people along while they're doing it. If you, if you do music, like, Hey, I'm gonna need you to start my episode and to end it. So like your music is what people are gonna hear before they hear the content. Like right. it's like church, like the intro is gonna be like your devotional service. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's gonna be the one that's it's gonna either get you right and, and, and get you ready, or it's going to it's gonna be that song before the preacher comes, before the sermon drop. It right. could be either one of those. But you're supposed to set the tone for what the content is bringing. So if you can paint a picture like that to have influ- influential music that's going to flow with the influential voice of reason, right. like for that to come together, right. like that shit is magical. Oh yeah. And I know a few people, so that's why I'm, like I said, I'm trying to put something together because there's so many talent, talented people out there and they don't even get the chance. Because they hear that world and then they're afraid to step in it. No, don't be afraid. You got to step out on faith. You know what? You don't never know where God's gonna take you. You know, maybe He needs you to go there to be that light in that dark place. That's why a lot of us are here to be light in this dark world. You know, that's and that's what we all supposed to be living by. Right. But we look at perception of what we see on entertainment, right? And think that's the standard. That's what people are now conditioned to think. That's what someone expects. 
So you're thinking that you have to change yourself for people, for them to accept you, for people to understand you, instead of just dialoguing and explaining that to them. Or get in a conversation to get that out of somebody so y'all know to where you're never guessing. I should never have to just guess before I, if you see somebody on Facebook, Instagram, and you're looking at their stories and their statuses to think of a way to come at them. Like if, if they're living a dramaful life on their timeline, that's what you feel like if you go and start a conversation, a dialogue, or if you want to paint an image for them to like you, for them to understand, to answer back to your inbox saying, what's up, or giving you a, even an answer and not leaving you on red, you have to paint an image to somebody to accept you. I, I just find that so weird. Yeah, that's the world, man. That's the world. It is weird, but that's the world. I like, with fashion, you know, nobody wanted to cater to big girls. And it's like, why? You know, big girls run the world. But real talk, they do. You know, they don't get love. That's why you have people out here fighting self-esteem, self-love, self-care. You know, and it's you important. Know, you know, but the thing about it is we have to understand, too, how to separate getting attention and the love and it being genuine to allow it when being put in the forefront to love yourself and be confident in yourself, they have to know a balance too of what the industry is doing is making them just feel like you have to be all out and different and, and just out there. And yes, to love yourself and have confidence, but they're making them make a fool of themselves so people could just find them not sexy or beautiful, but entertaining. Right. That's another thing too. I feel like I feel like way about the alphabet club and also even with children. Right. You know what I'm saying? They use women, children, and homosexuals and put them in the forefront of things and they're they make them a charity case. Right. So you can pity them, treat them different, and that is the way that you should accept them. We should make a rule for them now to be accepted. And I feel like that's so wrong to feel like somebody had to fight a war like that and women too. You know what I'm saying? They're using them as weapons if they don't get what they want. Right. You know what I'm saying? If they want to pass something, they will weaponize those three people, those three groups and use that against you. Right. And it's like, fuck, that's not fair. Like, not. I should have a, I should feel like I should have an opinion, but also make a decision like, Yes, not saying that I don't like them, but that's not my cup of tea. So why should I feel like I should? I don't just, I'm, you're not making me understand them. You're making me want to be a part or to, you know what I'm saying? And then right. I feel like they're not fighting back either by saying, okay, can you calm it down a little bit? Like, why should we feel like we got to be all in somebody's face? That feels uncomfortable now because you don't even know what they look like. Now it's so uncomfortable. People don't know if something offends them. So now people are uncomfortable to have conversation. Right. And see, when I'm building this, I don't want that. I want people to understand when I'm building it's genuine, you know. Like I said, even with to the fashion for plus size models, you know, they, they have a lot of insecurities and you need to feel love. Because I know one girl now, she's beautiful as a heavy set woman, but then I would tell her that, hey, beautiful, hey, this, hey, that, just to get her to see herself as beautiful didn't change one bit. It didn't, you know. 
And she would go find clothes and she used to tell me, I hate finding clothes. I hate finding clothes. I'm like, why? I'm a big girl. I can't find nothing my size. No, love yourself, baby. Brace yourself. Because if you don't, the next person won't. And what I'm trying to build, I want everybody in all areas of creativity to come together and just spread that love and to show people, look, this is me. I don't have to be fake like the world. Accept me for who I am because God does. Can you too? And if you don't, oh, well. The next person will. That's right, though. Like, and that's why I'm doing this. It's just like, man, just whatever you got, bring it. Like, who would you ever find that would just let you be you and freely be you and learn from you and grow with yourself with no cares of having hiccups? Who will give you that opportunity in the corporate world? Nobody. You know what I'm saying? But to have people to put something like this together and be like, damn, we can be a part of something to where we can feel proud that we did that. Like, I did this for myself. I was able to do something and also give it to people, let people know what I got going on. Like, all that creativity that you're talking about, it's a lot of people who can do graphic designing that can design our logos, platform, clothing line, and stuff like that, no matter what. There's some people who have audio that love to to mix and master. Like all of that is within this platform. Like, so if you want to practice editing something, like you want people to you want to edit people's music. But how many people are coming to you doing that right now? Right. Like, so how are so if nobody's coming to give that to you, how are you practicing to get your skills up for when people want to use you? You're just sitting there waiting. So if you're sitting there waiting, why don't you just, hey, we have so many people doing podcasting. Why won't you just ask them to send them their episode so you can clean it up? So you can add your DJ mixing skills on the music right there. So when they have to come on every episode, that's your creation. You're getting more and more people to hear that. Why not? Why are you not capitalizing on that? Because people want instant money. To think that they got to check, you know what I'm saying? They To follow their dreams, they got to be getting paid for it right then and there. So why? They can immediately quit the job that they're doing. Right. Like, they want to just be able to quit that job tomorrow and start whatever that they're doing. That that's the reason why they're getting their income. So if it can't get them that right now, they'll never even try it. Right. They'll never even prepare themselves to do it. I mean, it's like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you hold yourself back like that? Yeah, want to trust the process because... The world now is it's easy to wake up and then boom, you're an overnight celebrity. Sometimes if you get it too easy, you're gonna lose it that fast. I'd rather take the slow route, learn the process, and then when you get there, you can stay there. You humble, you understand it. So when the next person comes along, you can teach them the ins and outs because you've already made your mistakes. You've already made those bad choices. You saw, you grew from it. Then the next person, I want to just like you, set them up, put them in that position to help them grow as an individual. And then also I realized too, like for you to start something, people are so scared to start it because they're so caught up on other people having a timeline on their success when it success when they should pop. Right. Like now, your shit ain't went, your shit ain't went gold yet. Right. Nigga still rapping, boy. You, you ain't got no deal yet. Like right. nigga still hooping. Like, well, you ain't went to the league yet. Like, right. If, if you do something, you got to immediately pop. And you like. And then you, you, cause you're worried about people gonna start asking you questions like, 
you you don't even want to start something and take a break on it because you're scared if you take a break too long, people gonna be like, well, shit. So you ain't still doing that on? What happened to it? <laughs> it's like, it is, it's like, and that's not how it works. The best masterpiece that God created is in isolation. Like you gotta be in isolation. You gotta work on you, get you together, work on your craft, practice, like you just said, find people, learn, and then they say no. Who's to say as you're doing all this? Everything is being set for you. God is putting you in place. He brought you this person here to, to get you trained to know how to do this. Then you look up, you got somebody else that know how to do this for you. And then before you know it, you know, piece everything together. And then you sit there and just think about it, meditate on it. And then you're going to look up one day and then boom, that door is going to magically open for you. You're going to be able to walk through it. And then there you go. Because like you said, it's not, everything's not a mag- uh, microwaveable blessing. Sometimes it's oven. <laughs> you know, in the oven, they got to cook, baby. They got to cook. <laughs> I mean, the crock pot. They got to cook, right? A little bit of that. Silver for a minute, but. Everybody want to be seen, though, man. Everybody want to be seen doing things, man, instead of doing things for the heart. Right. A lot right. of people just want attention. And I, I, be, I be scrolling. I be seeing people on Facebook. I said, I done got to a place to, I don't got to always comment on things, man. Like I'm, I'm big on now. The stage I'm in now, I'm protecting my peace more than my name, man. There you go. I, y'all can say what y'all want as long as it's not disrespectful. I'm good. There you go. As long as you put your hands on me, I'm good. You can say I'm what you good. want. I think that's the biggest thing. <laughs> do your like, thing. Just do, do your, your thing. thing. Baby. Like, Please do, just your, do thing. your thing. Just like, don't be disrespectful about it. And, th- and if you are, don't let me walk up on you as you're doing. This is a different ball game, man. Man, I don't even care if somebody being phony. Like, get your phony on. Like, bruh, I, I should not. People feel the need and be like, the comment or to tell somebody, like, look at this nigga. No, good, bro. He ain't about that life. Like, right. who cares, bruh? But then they turn around and be like, hey, man, what's good? Who then you go talk to you. Then they that leave. ain't really about that life. <laughs> yeah. They right. say they just frightened. So what? The world has accepted phony. Mm-hmm. They have accept. they have made accepting phoniness. And being loud yep. and flashy, acceptable to let the world, for you to never have privacy. Right. They have created that and you played into it. Why are you so mad? Niggas just sat there like Lil Cuz said the other episode. He like, man, you telling everybody you got your strap in the wheel. You telling everybody right. you got four pounds at the house. You know what I'm saying? And you taking money, you taking pictures with the money on it. Like, and then when you get booked, you like, damn, nigga snitching. And then oh, you no, like, you get oh. Boy, so if you get no, robbed, that's no, the thing. You like, get... Nigga set me up. Like, no, right. you gave a nigga a roadmap. Right. Nah, I give you, if it's like a close home for somebody or home, whatever it is to me, I'm going to give you, hey, I'm going to put you to the side. Say, hey, come on, I just slow down. Brother. Right. You now, if you continue to do it, now, that's on you. Mm-hmm. I, I gave you a fair warning, but um, you really giving the, the, the officers and, you know, the government your stuff live. They like it, it's it's to the point now they don't even gotta do a whole lot of work. Right. Because you're putting it out by yourself. Like you bringing attention to yourself. It's not even the officers too. It could be your homeboys. Like I know a young man, he got robbed by his best friend. Mm. How would he know? How would he know what you got going? He's not even in city. He's not even in Savannah. So for him to come two hours to Savannah to get what you have, right. what did you do for that? 
Oh, well, I did post, you know, a picture of me on, on Snapchat. Why? But my like, question is, stuff is like, why? even with that, though, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. Hold on. Not even for him to be two hours, for somebody to feel like your, that two hour drive is worth a good lick. Like, let's even, let's even, don't worry about that. My thing is this, like, but you to just know that that was your homeboy. Right. Fuck it. That, I'm thinking like, you asking those questions from a stranger. Right. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's a, a stranger, nigga. You talking about your, first of all, what, what, what homeboy? That's that's not a friend that you done been down with. Right. That's somebody you done ran into that y'all think y'all have become cool in right. this, that, other. Whether that's three years, five, that's not somebody that you've known for 10, 12 years and growing up with that you don't know that nigga. Right. And when their behavior changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. For you, but and for you to know that was your homeboy, but for you to miss a red flag and not understand the behaviors that that could, what you have been doing for him to be to know that right. he can get you. Right. That's the baffling part that I'm getting with you. Like, what's your issue? <laughs> when I heard that story, I was like, nah. It goes back to like you said, this world's flashy. You know, I don't care if that's your homeboy or not. Come on, man. Snapchat. It's, it's just like Instagram. You know, they get a couple of dollars to their name and they out here. Well, they do a little money folding thing with their hands oh, now. Man. And it's like, come on, are you serious? Money fine. Yeah, like, come on. Are you When they started that? What was this? The new millennial thing? What's that? 2010? Oh, That's not y'all. Come on, what? It's, it started. <laughs> it started around 2012, uh-huh. 2013 of it really being, you're showing everything. Yeah. Um, I think when we first got in college, around like 08, 09, maybe even the 2010. I know. Like that, huh? I ain't gonna well, well I did. I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, and, and when I use that of just saying the next phase of our yeah. lives of speaking at the hospital and giving you that time around with those years of, and I, I mean, I could have said 2009, but no. around I mean, I FLU though, Fulon University too. Yeah, and 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 and, and the thing about it is, I don't even know why I use college. I've been there, but I ain't go there. Oh, like I mean, but it's understandable. I know what you mean. That's the like next step. I just was. School. I mean, I was just letting these niggas pay for me to just attend something yeah. that just to live life, like. And get that yeah. refund check. Yeah, nigga did not entertain what the fuck they were talking about. Right. It was just like, oh, you about to pay me to come around and move out from my mama? Right. Parties too. Huh? Live in the fed, huh? Yes, sir. Live in the fed. Dirty. Like, you hear me? Yeah, hear me? All up through everything, dirty. <laughs> Shit. On a Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, me. Wish red Wednesday. <laughs> me and Lil Bright ain't miss a Wednesday. You hear me? <laughs> Lil Bean, me and Lil Bean. I was the Cam Webby at that time, huh, boy? I was lit. Bruh, me, Cam, Lil Bruh. Yeah, man. Bruh, we in everything. And then telling everybody shit. Come up here, y'all boys. <laughs> niggas yeah. like, niggas come up their parties. Well, I like him, but you go to school here. <laughs> Well, you get paid to come to school here. Niggas like, what? <laughs> nigga come back. You get your apartment. Yeah. But shit, if you want to hustle, you can hustle. But shit, but you, bro, you got your own spot. Niggas was like, well, I'm going to apply next. I'm going to apply tomorrow. 
Niggas, I'm talking about spring semester. Full up. Oh, boy. Full up. Niggas coming in January. Full up. And, and all it is, we all coming together, partying. Yeah. Fucking up they fucking up their life. <laughs> Those were the times, dirty. I got pictures in the respect. I I'm talking about a little break out the full logo with a straw in it. Full logo with a straw in it, dirty. With a straw. <laughs> Taking pictures, boy, we lit up. I'm talking well, about. I was having fun. I was in little Mexico and Houston with mine, man. It was fun. Man, <laughs> little bro I had the speakers in the back. We ride through that country at a town, disturbing all the peace. Mm. Disturbing all the peace. <laughs> oh and we God. DUI. Yeah. DUI. Living the life. And little brain got no tag. No tag. <laughs> yo, yo, look for real, boy. Man, listen, we were. <laughs> oh, my God. Saturdays. Yeah. It's the weekend. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays, yeah. And we telling everybody, boy, call off of work, boy, come on Wednesday. We're saying Wednesday. <laughs> Nigga, we telling everybody about this shit. And everybody went, too. I'm talking about that little, <laughs> that little ass club on the grill used to be sweating at the ceiling. That's a bar. That's not a yeah, club. Yeah, no. Y'all were just wild. It was no reason why that should have been to the capacity like that at a bar and grill. Because it was y'all. Mm-hmm. Man, we used to live. Y'all was the original. Y'all, I would say y'all was the 2.0 of the two live crew. Now listen, now we just went out. We ain't done, we ain't we ain't brought niggas around to parties and doing the shit like that now. Yeah, I know. We y'all was going to living. 10. Yeah. Oh, we there now. Yeah. We in everybody's shit. We there. Oh man. We there. We we there. But but we ain't gonna set nothing up and have everybody come out. Now we not. Shit no. But oh, everybody, yeah. Niggas paid me some money to go to school. All right. And then gonna say, and it's like, it's a loan. I was like, yeah, all right. Nah, y'all knew good well I had no right being here. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all know good well y'all shouldn't have lied to a nigga like me then. Like, come on, right. bro. Like, y'all know good well, bro. Y'all preach at college. Like, knowing good and well, some of us ain't need none of that shit. He didn't say we're gonna give you some bread to go. Like, some of us didn't even show. We, we in high school, like, we didn't prepare ourselves for next level education. Like, we were cool with being pumped up saying that if we didn't go to college, like, well, what are you going to do? Right. Like, they didn't preach. There's so many other things you could do. They preach if you play athletics, go get an athletic scholarship. And if you don't get that athletic scholarship, then why? You, what's the point? Like, they didn't even say, well, shit, just go to school and walk on. Right. Or, just go to school and get an education. Like they made you feel like if you didn't make it out of high school, getting that scholarship, then you a bum. It's like why? So you get athletes who don't even want to try because they get they didn't get a scholarship. They didn't get a scholarship. Like a lot of them could have just applied for a college, and just got accepted somewhere, and either walked on or you never even applied to the college. For them to, they never even thought about applying to the college, being accepted, and just going ahead and sending your highlight tape to them before the school year. And maybe they didn't know about you. Just because they didn't come see you don't even mean, don't mean that they heard of you and just did not want to come. Some, there was no social media back then. Yeah. We're worried, we're, we're depending on WTOC. If you ain't that, your coach better be talking to a college coach. And if your coach wasn't there, how 
where you're going to be able to send your tape out. Niggas was not just like now these kids can just DM the coach and not even that's the application. Like they can DM highlight tapes to they don't have to wait till somebody send it now. They can do it themselves and just jump in the nigga DM. And then nowadays too, it's the, it's the motivation behind it. Like you were saying, some some people didn't want to take the effort, but then a lot of them, they didn't want to because they didn't have that extra push. Like for me, personally, me and myself, I can speak for other people. College isn't for me. It's not. And, and I, I noticed that about myself, like my sister, she has all her degrees and stuff. My mother too as well. Those are the college rooms. Me, I'm no, I'm more business. Let me sit down here and let me punch these numbers together and get this business plan together and let me build from there. Not saying that I, I wouldn't try to still go back because I went to Universal Technical Institute in Houston for that Pimp My Rock stuff, collision. So don't get me wrong, it was fun. It was entertaining. But after a while, it got to a point where I was just like... You could have went and got the, the, the two-year and no, it was the only a year program, and I oh, learned right. everything. Yeah, every three weeks it was a new class, and like oh, it was a technical, so it was yeah. still getting a trade then. Yeah, like Lamborghini, Ferrari, Bugatti. Mm-hmm. Like they came to the school and recruited us. You know, and I actually okay. talked to people. Yeah, because you went to STC. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, so you went to regular? Uh, yeah, it was like a regular little technical school. Like no, but there. did you go to STC when we was in high school? No, or you went oh, to regular no. Grove. Mm-hmm. I went okay. to regular Grove. Yeah, but you just fell across the 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 technical route, yeah. like. Cause and then that's the crazy thing for us who was over across the street just to get a diploma and not the duel. They didn't preach to us about just getting a trade. You had to be the STC or have right. a parent or somebody who knows about that. Like you were only preached to that if you went to STC. Right. And that's the fucked up part about it too. Like then when they gave you a choice to either graduate with a duel, niggas got scared like not nah, too much work, so they chose the diploma route. If you give a nigga a choice. They're going to choose that. So it's like, but if it was back in the day when they had to graduate with a with a trade, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people these days would have benefited because we we weren't college material. Right. But if we would have learned that and got a degree, a, a, a license coming out of high school, we would have been good going into the college. If you didn't go to school somewhere, you had something to walk into. Right. You already had the, the mindset of, well, I can just be a plumber. I can be a a, a, um, a a mechanic. Yeah. And that school that I went to, it was a bunch of kids who had that. Like, when it came to welding, a lot of those kids already were certified. So I was, the, like, one of the newbies learning how to weld and stuff. And it's like, oh, I learned this in high school. I'm like, really? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I learned mechanics in high school. Really? What high school you went to? I'm like... I went to Groves. I said, what's that? I'm like a, a regular, <laughs> I'm like a regular high school. I felt lost. And then being the only female too, I was like, um, I guess I, I'm losing, huh? <laughs> I guess I'm losing right now. Like, okay. But it was like, yeah, I learned welding. When we got the welding class, the kids was teaching me. The teacher didn't even teach us anything. He kind of like fell back. And he was like, yeah, y'all know what y'all doing. I'm sitting there like, what I'm supposed to do because I'm a big kid and I'm just about to start this thing up and I'm about to start zapping people with it. It's like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> For real, that was product me in class. Product of the environment. Right. We're product of our environment. I'm being a kid. He's like, Miss Davis, you can't do that. I'm like, hey, little bro, I'm about to go in on him. But I'm like, who ain't never had that shit? Like, hey, what's this? <laughs> right. He's like, that's fire. I'm like, like real fire? Because I love fire. He's like, put that down. I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> For yep. real. <laughs> They, them niggas know they've been taught that 
And I'm like, we coming this bitch immature. <laughs> no, I know. Ain't never seen that shit like, ooh, what's this? That's how I felt too. I was like, oh, it's not. It's like, yeah, you just hold this right here in a firelight and then you can make designs. I'm like, oh, snap. It's like, Miss Davis, you can't do that. I'm like, boy, I'm about to fuck some shit up. Fuck some shit up. Immature. Immature is a mother. One of the boys got zapped. That thing was, it wasn't funny. It was not. But, yeah, but you laughed though. We all did because when we saw him and he was just like, ah, his head was going back and forth and we was like, dog, somebody got to kick him. You know me. Somebody got what? Kick him. Kick him. He's getting electrocuted. <laughs> and you get know me. I, I was proud to do it. I went in this nigga back. I kaya. He fell and flew back. He was like, am I dead? I was like, no, nah, bro, but that back, boy, I know it's tore up, bro. He's like, what's wrong? He had a big ass footprint, a big old Timberland boot footprint <laughs> on his back for me. <laughs> and I saved the life that day, though. But, and then you, that you go through those type of things, and, you know, we look back on that and be like, damn, man, like our generation lived. Yeah. Lived and learned, you know, a lot. Like, we got the best of both worlds. We got old time religion and we were able to get this new this new this new age stuff and we were we were the creation of everything. Like I was telling my son the story um Saturday. I was just like, man, you just be on this computer and this game all day on this YouTube because he create um anime. Oh cool. Um with the coding. So I was like, man. You do all of this and you, it's no reason why you should ever be down on yourself or not confident in yourself. Like, I was like, just to have so much opportunity in your fingertips and be able to fail at something and be like, "Eh, well, I was already seeing looking at this over here. I just gonna try this. Like, and, and it all be digital, like all social media, all media wise and all virtual shit like we didn't have it. I was like, you don't realize like, nigga, when I was 10, the year 2000, when internet really, really took out, like we thought we was gonna die, nigga, like January 1st, <laughs> 2000, nigga, we thought Y2K was the end. They right. Like, nigga, like we peaking, thinking, they I was like, it, nigga, you think the internet been out here for 50 plus yeah. years, nigga, like a good for, like a good run, maybe 16, nigga. Yeah. Like 2000 was, yeah. Y2K was the reason why we had to get rid of the box on the TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Wi Fi? When we was at, like, I think that's when we, in 08, 09, when they were just trying to work out the kinks with Wi Fi. Like, yeah. those were that. Like, Wi Fi, if that shit go out, you had to go, you were still able to go and get it out the wall. Like, get the, yeah, the Ethernet cable. The Ethernet cable cord. Right. Like, like, nigga, now? Oh, no. Okay, Tom, like somebody, so I asked somebody the other day, like basic cable don't come out the wall no more. Like, yeah. It's still, you still got to go through a provider to get basic cable. I'm like, so you can't just take that shot out the wall no more nah, and just plug it up to the back of the TV? Like, no, no nigga, you ain't got that on the TV no more. I was like, nah. You don't got that big bat no more. Yeah. Big bat, not skinny TVs out here now, though. They lost weight. They leveled up, man. They lost weight. <laughs> Like you can't. They on keto, them. baby. They lost weight. Like dirty went. That's that's that was the last straw we had something to depend on. Like that. Like they get rid of that. That's. I mean, it's over. With. Like nothing is going to be at your fingertips no more. Right. Like we thought we get the cable cut off and just plug it up in the wall. Yeah, you, you get at least you gonna get channel. Take it from somebody else. You gonna yeah. get the news now. 
You gonna get that news. Yeah. You gonna get you gonna get channel three. Yeah, channel 13. 13, 10. Yeah, 10. You yeah. gonna get that. Now you ain't going up to BT channel 37 and none of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you gonna get one through ten out the out the out the you gonna get five channels out the wall. No, either like I said, go outside, take it from the other neighbors, you know. <laughs> you can't even do that no more. Like you gotta really go digitally tapping into like it's no way. It's like, but for you to have that type of opportunity, like you should just be, you should be so ready to just jump into any and everything. <laughs> and they dig and trip about that cable. It lost weight, bro. <laughs> it lost weight, man. For real though. Like, it, it's like you can internet, you can do anything you want on that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, we couldn't talk on the phone even on the internet at the same I time. I know AOL was the same Somebody back in the day, house. bro. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> My mom used to yell, y'all get out there, goddamn it. It could be an emergency. Me and my sister looking like, what? That shit loading up. <laughs> yeah. But when that, when that light hit that glow, you knew it was on, right? right? That bitch, that bitch, you know, you be like, come on. And then AOL used to have the little 30-day trials, but me and my sister used to wreck like, on the things, boy. Come on, you almost there. Yeah. Well, that glow light up, and it's on. There you go. Those it's on. Days, man. Kids won't understand that nowadays. Man. That humbled us, man. That humbled us. And we used to be able to play Oregon Trail, Tetris, yeah. Snake 1 and 2. Yep. These kids. Solitary, man. That's my thing. Oh, I still play that shit. Me too. I got it on my phone. Yeah. Like, solitary. You got hey, I mean, That was me. Man. <laughs> what it was? Minesweeper. When yep. the little things drop from the tide, you got to make sure you don't step on the good light. Yeah. But. Was like that's when life was simple. When the world is Carmen San Diego, they got uh, where's Waldo? We had Carmen San Diego. Yep. <laughs> like, bro, we like these yeah, kids. Yeah, man, life, man. They wouldn't understand it. They wouldn't survive. They wouldn't. <sighs> Kid you not, they would not survive. Man, we they had, had tablets. We had each other. We had Twister, Candyland. Listen, bro, we we so young. We trying to distinguish, trying to make sure the Teletubbies gay. Like back then, the like it's crazy how back then everything, the cartoons you had, you still dissecting. Like you still going back now and be like, was it so evident that this shit was gay back then? You know what I'm saying? Where they where they targeting the, the kids to the to mind fuck the kids mind? Where we try? Where they really targeting the mind fuck us? So you go back to it now because it's so open right now with the kids these days, like. But I go back and look and it'd be like, I still can't pinpoint the Teletubbies. I still can't. And I guess I may not have paid attention much to Barney. I can't pinpoint Barney either. And people keep saying about the SpongeBob. Yeah. It's, it's. <sighs> they said SpongeBob is really the seven deadly sins. And when somebody broke it down, I saw on TikTok, it made sense. And then, you know, Ren and Stimpy, Cow and Chicken. It broke that down too as well. And I'm like, man, we were so advanced as kids. We didn't, it, that, man, that was Rocko, ignorant to us. Rocko's modern yeah, life. We didn't pay attention like, to that cat dog. We didn't care about stuff like that. How the fuck they had the cow and chicken Right. You know, we didn't pay. Our mindset is different from this next generation. And it's, it's always been in the cartoons. Right. But then you start to look at how society played against friends. 
So if you look at all the other shows, like it always had to be a, a dumb friend, a smart yeah. friend, fat friend, yeah. skinny friend, light skinned friend, dark skinned friend, rich kid friend, poor friend. Like I go back and look at like Pinky in the Brain. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's my shit. You still look at you look at Doug, mm -hmm. Doug and Skeeter, Hey Arnold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keenan and Kale. Yep. You know, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yep. And you know, um, Boys Meet World. Yeah. Like you all, it's just like how they played against like Hollywood, his yeah, soul. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Three Stooges. Yeah. Three Stooges. Like you start looking at now when it start to get to three. Like it's it's a little different because you start to look how they really paint three different people. Like even with Proud Family, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I didn't watch this new one yet. Uh -huh. I heard it was good. I heard it was very interesting. Yeah, I'm not the one to watch spinoffs or the like. I tried it one time. Like growing up, I think the the Rugrats. Yeah. Like once they kind of really uh, wanted to see the Rugrats get older, but then right. you start realizing like. When your kids, kid things should stay that way. Like if you, when you have celebrities and they come in at kids or rappers, when they come in at kids, I think it's not fair to them, like to still be doing what they're doing on an entertainment side because your audience is still not as y'all are growing just because y'all are aging, your audience mind is still not growing of how to be. Right. That's true. And that's putting all the, the stars and celebrities at a disadvantage because Bow Wow, for example, there's no reason in the fuck that they should think they should make fun of Bow Wow, call him lame, but then say, like he said that he feels like he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. How dare you say that he's not? Because right. you feel like he's lame. I'm like, but the nigga resume. For what we were doing at kids, everybody right. wanted to be that little nigga. Yeah, him, Romeo, Sammy. Sammy was really before him, but then when you go back to- uh, Soldier Boy. Yeah, when you go back to their generation, to their era anyway in the music industry, and then now. Like, I was always told, once your time is there, it's that. But once you outgrow that, it, nobody's not going to see it anymore like that. And for Bow Wow, he should be in the Hall of Fame, but in the world we live in, he's not um, doing it. Another example, Hitmaker. Yeah. Like, people still can't get over him being burped. It's like, bruh, that's not him anymore. Right. You know, when he was like, um, it was like, I forgot what record label, I don't know if it was Atlantic, I think it was Atlantic that he quit when he wanted like seven mil or something like that. And I could see in the comments, they're like, for what? Like, who's, what is he relevant for? It's like, if the niggas asking for seven mil, why are y'all still seeing him as young bird? Like, why are y'all worried about what music he has put out for him rapping? He's producing. But the world's not going to see it like that. So, it, it, and the thing about it, niggas keep, every day keep saying, damn, I didn't know Hitmaker was him. So you're hearing his name in the shit right. and you're still wondering what, where that 7 million came from? Right. Nigga, you listening to all his music, bobbing your head and you're going to tell me he don't just. That's true. And if you don't know that's him, just say that. Right. But now that you know that that's him, can we safely say, nigga, the, the songs y'all was bobbing y'all head is y'all been calling them songs tough? Accuracy. Right. Accuracy behind that, man. Y'all been calling them songs tough. So is that, that don't mean you worth seven mil now? Like, 
And he only seven mil. He's had seven million for them to make the pistol a deal. Then not only that, he named what songs in the interview that he was asking. Like he's giving you the songs for y'all to still be asking. Well, what songs? Like he just gave y'all the songs that, and and nine times out of ten. The songs that he picked to give y'all examples of, he knows those were the top hits. Y'all be jamming. But y'all to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see why. Now, I see why you asked me that shit. Yeah, you right, bro. Like, but them was some hit. Them was some hits now. Nah. Right. Yeah, he right. But niggas still like, nah, how selfish is him? It's a perspective, man. People don't think like that no more, man. People don't. And it's so, it's the world we live in. It is. The world, man. It's it's like hell. Niggas just don't want niggas to just have shit. And like, it sucks, but that's the world, man. Like shit. You, like, as long what do I do as, to you? As long as you can stay at the bottom where they can see you, yes. and you trying to elevate and come to the top, then that's when you become a threat. You a problem? Like I can't believe you wanted to. You want to be a producer, not man. You a trash ass rapper. I dare you, but you good at producing. You motherfucker. What the hell? You really got like, some nerve. But that's the world we live in. I told him, boy, one time, I was like, I would rather, see, I believe in competitive edge, right? So if we all, if it's all a rat race, just say this is all a rat race to get to the top. It really is. Right? It Let's is. just say it, it is. is, okay? It if it is. is, right? Everybody's trying to go to the top. Right. I would rather you distract me or do like this and make me turn my head and you shoot past me. But a lot of people tapping you on your shoulder and then you turn around like, well, what? Be like, you tap me like, no, niggas is not even running past. They standing next to you. Yeah. It's like, you're distracting me because you don't want me to move forward so I can just stand with you because you're not moving. Yeah. All right. Like, I would rather you tap me and shoot past me like, damn it. Why should have not fail for that? Damn. Yeah. Let that nigga go. But niggas is tapping you and standing right next to you like, what? Nice surprise. Oh, you, you thought I was going to stay at the bottom? Yeah. Like, it ain't even at the bottom. It's like, they never moved. They just don't want you to move farther than them. Yeah. That's why they got to keep you close. I know somebody like that. Or if you move and you should reach back that's and grab them up. Some people scared of your potential. Yeah. One, and that's the sad part. You know, once they notice that you see the potential in yourself, that's when you become a bigger threat than what you was. Because it's like, man, you do a podcast. He jack over here, man. He, he started his own, his own warehouse with UPS. Like, dang, bro. I can't believe this. I received it. Amen. But it's like we we, we coming up. Lost. He is lost, <laughs> bro. He is no, lost. I'm not. I held I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what up, man? But what it's up? like Jelena sitting here at the bottom, like, what you doing? I got it. I they say, you know, I'm just sitting here just plotting this evil against you. And I'm not saying that for real, because I want all of us to make it, but you have people that's like that. And I know someone who went through that and it was like when they got burnt by somebody who they thought they were building themselves with. It's like, you really wanted me to be at the bottom? I thought we was doing this together. Yeah, but they were honest. It's like, yeah, I don't need you to come past me. You're going to make me look bad. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to get left, man. But sometimes you have to get left. I, I think uh, getting left is, is, is more of a everybody perspective different. But it can be motivational, you know. What I mean? That's what I'm saying. You have to get less so you can I see that. Like you said earlier, yeah. isolation. Yeah. Get by yourself, man. Do some work about yourself. See, look yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself what you're doing wrong. 
Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, 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 it could hurt. You know what I mean? You seeing somebody getting blessed, uh, right next door to you. I believe, uh, Meg said this on a couple episodes back. Uh, if he blessing the people in your circle, that means God is in your neighborhood. Amen. That's right. And so, I mean, I, I just feel like use that as a, a motivation skill. Like, even you could ask him, hey, what, what can I do different? You know, ask the person that you cool with, what can I do different to, you know, be successful like you? you right. I mean, if they are a true friend, they'll help you. Right. You know what I mean? So never feel like you, uh, just, I am, and some people, you know, grow up in the world and they belittle people. Right. So you gotta understand who you are dealing with. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Man. <laughs> you know, it made me think about this too, though. Like, people, you know, you like you said, you got to get left sometimes to motivate you. And people would take this, like, we do we do push-up challenge, right? So we started off at 100 a day. 100 in the morning. What it was? No, 50 in the morning. 50 at night. We did that for a week. And shit, we went up to 200. Like, 100... You just get 200 throughout the day. Whether how you break it up, don't matter. All right. Then, nigga, we went up to three. So then, went to four. And so it's like, we've been doing this for, this the fifth week. Like, we up to like 3,000, four, four or five, like four, about 4,000 a week now. Like, and them boys would be in the group chat, 100 down, 200 down. Then now, one day, this motherfucker had like 400 down, like before 11, like before nine o'clock. And I was like, shit, I'm just at zero. So now I'm fucked around. I'm hitting them. Nah, I'm trying to catch up. Right. I'm trying Let to catch me up. see if you got to do it too, right? <laughs> I'm in that bitch. Because <laughs> I'm talking about, we look, we was like, damn, boy, you getting to it? Boy, what you thought? What you drunk about last night? Because that nigga had, I think before eight o'clock, bro, he had 400 down. And I'm just waking up. No. I'm like, hey, <laughs> bro, you know I be having to go to work and shit. Like, but it's not a competition, right? So it's not like who make it first. We're just making sure everybody can do it. But nigga, nobody want to get left behind, right? Like, hold on, but you too far, boy. Let me get right. So it's not that it's in competition that you want. When it's like when you see other people elevating, oh, yeah. that you're around and you love and care, like. You wanna and and you you wanna keep them around. So you wanna always keep applying yourself and pushing yourself so y'all will never be far apart thinking wise or energy wise. So they'll never feel like you have never grown. Y'all will always be on the same thinking, talking, right. building level always. So nobody can ever feel like, damn, you changing, damn, da-da-da. It's like, how can you feel that way? Right. Well, I'm laughing because it, when I tell you, well, you leave this one behind, it's a problem. I FaceTime him one day in that truck and I'm, and he's talking and moving his hands. I'm like, why the fuck is your hands so dirty? This nigga was outside the truck doing push ups on the truck. Because ah! <laughs> he said the beach was up. But that's what you gotta do. But that, that's friends right there, man. That's love. <laughs> That's love, man. man. That's, that's love. That's dedication, man. Yeah, that's dedication. 
said you gotta Cause I said we was gonna do 600 that day Bro he had that guy His shit out the way So this nigga waiting at the finish He damn about to fin- wait to the finish I'm like no but we is gonna finish the same time Like cause see If I get that far I'm gonna wait for y'all See I'll be getting that far Still wait for them Right Nobody get that far Stop be- And then when they get that far Cause they stop They'll try to go up some more You might as well yeah. be like Oh no see let me go ahead and finish first. And I'm going to let y'all see. I ain't going to never make y'all just do more. So if I stop. Uh, that's the mo- that, but that's the thing. You have to center yourself around people who think like that because that's how you grow. Bruh, we said 600. You grow, man. And this, you growing. You grow. I got to sit. Th- bro, this man got to sit. He got to sit. Honey was like, I ain't going to front, boy. Shit. You might as well keep going. I was like, nah, nigga, I, you know how hard I struggle to get 600 today? He like, oh, shit, I'm doing it. So he started, I was like, I'm like, bro, I'm at 600. Man, that nigga doing too much. It's nine o'clock. That nigga said, shit, I'm like, hey, honey, I'm going for that thousand. I was like, hold on, love, bro. What you saying? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's that motivation. Bro, that's a friend right there. 200 real quick. I was like, 800. He's like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I'm going for that thousand. I was like, <sighs> but you have to send yourself around people like that. That's growing, growing. He did you don't, thousand. man. You just gonna stay at that low. Well, I, 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 I did a thousand. I asked my wife, and she said, uh, "Yeah, baby, go for a thousand. But, bro, you just went for a thousand. Uh, what Wednesday too? A Thursday? Bro, I ain't gonna front though. Cause you was already there. I was like, hell no, nah, but you ain't gonna never say I ain't got that with you. But you the only one got a thousand. But fuck all that. Shit, no, boy. Like I was like, so I was like, man. I had 500, see, and the reason why is because, like I said, I woke up at 8 o'clock. This nigga was already at 400. Yes. So if I get the 400 at 12 o'clock, what I got to do at the rest of the day? Now I'm already done. I'm like, damn. I, I usually do the push-ups to keep me busy, but if I done knocked out four already before noon, I'm like, I'm going to be bored the rest of the day. Oh, you got to keep it so, pushing, bro. So I'm like, fuck it. So he was like, damn, boy, you, you, oh, you done caught up me? So I done got the four. I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm still counting, but another five. I'm five. Right. Got the six, seven. I had already been to eight before, so eight was already there. Right. Once I got the eight, and I was like, y'all, boys, I'm going for that cake. Fuck it. Fuck it, I'm going for the cake. Right. And I ended up getting it, but, but nah. So like, and he, he was like, keep going. He was like, I was like, well, shit. You gonna do your thought? He like, I'm about to go to sleep. I'm like, well, yeah. He like, six. I'm like, hey, I thought we were doing a thousand. He like, oh no, that was just you today. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And I told him, I said, you don't know how to say no. But then too, it was sometimes God used people to test us, and that probably was a test to see your drive, like how driven are you? With? Well, you know, I always push you. Though, Come on, I because that's a best friend. My, that's a my that's, brother. That's, that's like a didn't brother. tell me he wasn't gonna do a thousand. That's not the point. He's not supposed to. Tell I know. Me. I told, I, what the what the goal was that day? But listen, was it, was it five or six? Come it was, on, man. It was five. And get and when you got the five, and who told you to go keep going? You. Okay, I already got a thousand. I wanted you to get to a thousand. Well, but I thought we was. I, I thought so we you wanted to get to a thousand again. I thought that was the motivation. How about you get to a thousand more. How about that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> His mind changed quick, huh? <laughs> but listen, I did a thousand at th- that was Thursday, bro, because I went on the weekends. Right, right. So I still had one more day, and after that, I was, I was like, "Damn, bro, I got a whole nother day." I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm gonna cut you off. I did a hundred on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I didn't think about it. I did my whole five because I was 
struggling too. Get out. Like, boy, I can't wait. This shit over, but I got the rest. Oh, Saying this, I need to hurry up. I rest, bro. I was like, but because I ain't going to front. Because the day you did 100, and that's all I seen you say was this morning. I did 140. And see, that's your fault. Because, like, I don't even know why you even be doing it on Sundays. I was just like, cuz, just rest. Because right. I, I went to the gym, but somebody was in the gym. And that job blew me. So I said, I Bruh, just rest the whole weekend, cuz. Cause I ain't gonna front. Like what Trey was saying. Damn, boy. I, I am starting to feel that bitch. Like my back. Like my back. No, because he don't. He's gonna start doing No, because he knows. No, no, because he knows. He said, no. Because he knows, bruh, he's been saying how tired he is. So I'm like, bruh, we can't do all this every day. Yeah, don't overwork yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't overwork yourself. So it's like, no, it's not saying that because on the weekend, I don't give a damn. How many of you do on the weekend? I'm not. I, well, I don't do. And I told you, but I do not do no work on weekends. I think that it, it caught my guard because uh, Trey, Trey did uh, 100. I'm like, well, I thought we don't do. Because he don't, me off guard. And that's just him, though. He still do it. Like, if he chooses to, because he, he goes and works out. Yeah. Bro, he already done, yeah, he already told us what he doing on the push-up, so he had already, you know what I'm saying? So anytime he be um, talking about on Sunday, I ain't know that shit. <laughs> Even, and when you started doing that shit, I was like, boy, like, them boys can get me to, they can push me to do anything because to not be behind, boy, right. but on the weekend, bro, I can give a shit. Oh, yeah, that's your rest <laughs> like, day. That's my birthday. you try me Monday through Friday, it's up. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, you got it. You got it. Have fun. All right. Cause I gotta recoup. I gotta find sometime like that thousand. Really, I was feeling that bitch the whole weekend. Cause I still ended up doing six Friday. So it's like, yeah. I mean, you doing tomorrow? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going. But I damn about to go back to my three. <laughs> Cause we that's still fifteen hundred a week. I mean, that's that's good enough though. I, that um, is. I was delivering packages yesterday in a ranking man, and the guy. The guy, hey, the guy I could hear the truck running, but I always just go ahead and take it to the door. He rolled out and went, God dang. What you, what you eat, eating weights? <laughs> Man, bench pressing Buick. What you talking about? <laughs> said, BJ man, get mad, man. go out there and bench press what the whole you, truck. What's going on? I said, man, it's just push ups and working out, but I mean, majority come from push ups. Bruh, he looked like a G.I. Joe action figure. Like, you know, Speedy. Uh, y'all remember? Um, yeah. I went to middle school with this man when I first met him. He was big. And then, like, after school, I saw him. And he said, what's up, Jelaine? I said, what the hell are you doing? You get mad at bitch press Buick? Like, he got even bigger. I'm like, whoa. Because you was big when we was in high school. Yeah, you were. You were big. I was, I was, I was getting to it. Yeah, you were big. I, I but you... You got the, Bruh, the nigga man like still a, the man look like a retired running back, dog. Yeah. Like... Like now, you just sitting he there retired from the league. All day, man. Yeah, like he just, retired from the league and he just now nah, he got a regular job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's still picking shit up. Yeah. But hey, don't feel bad because that's the only reason why I got a physical job. Since I don't go to the gym like that. Just then I'd be at work being the only female in the trucks and them guys be looking like, oh, you a dirty bitch. Right? <laughs> I'm like, why? He's like, you showing off. I'm like, no, like, come on, let's live. Like, come on, let's get this. Yeah, I, I literally had to change shirts. Uh, my UPS shirt. And, just, small. Yeah, 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 and, small. and, and I've been noticing, like, and it, it, it's been bringing me much joy, too. I'm strolling down Facebook and I'm seeing a lot of guys 
in Planet Fitness, like working out. Like, I'm like, yes, man. Like, damn, good thing. I'm, I'm like, bro, they should have never poured COVID on Hot Girl Summer because, damn, <laughs> y'all time is old. But these men, out, these men out here, y'all, that Hot Girl <laughs> Summer shit is <laughs> not about the phase, but niggas is out here learning that they are the prize. Like, yeah. niggas is out here working out. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, King, yes. Boy, it is time to take it back. Yeah, but in general, ending, like, and I'm talking, these the hoes get wore out. He right is ending. Like, he's pregnant. They wore the hell like, out. I'm talking he's about. Summer is not canceled long as I it, get pregnant. You stay in the gym much as you want. That's right. I got. I got to get. Summer for me is these new restaurants. Fuck that. What's going to be? Right. What's going to be? I'm talking about. They open a new restaurant in Brunswick. What's up? They got good wings. Niggas is right here. I love how we been real good. Man, niggas, we have been getting. Jesus, real good. We have been out here getting right, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, niggas is the dad bod was, you know, some niggas still got it, and that's cool. It works for them, but for y'all, y'all gotta get right. It's more people. It's more people now, more men now, like, oh no. Like, but our health is really important. Like, yes. once you learn what runs in your family, like in my family, you know, heart disease, strokes, heart attacks. Like I had one, and mm. that thing was no joke. Yeah, I had one. Yeah, that's another story, brother. It's God mm. is good. Yeah, all the time. Hey, yes, Lord. Come, that thing was June 29th. I was supposed to be DOA. Shit. Yeah, that thing was real. Like you ever see somebody like straining all their veins and stuff, popping their eyes? And when I went in the mirror in the bathroom, like I see my eyes, like they were like bulging. Mm. So you 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 peaked at first. Yeah. My grandmother passed away from it. Her mother passed away from it. Her mother passed away from it. So I, I'm I'm aware of it. And then when I Google the signs, I'm like, what the hell just happened to me? Like my heart enlarged. Mm. Yeah, I felt my heart enlarged and I couldn't put my arm down. Mm. I felt my heart on the side. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, yeah. Like when you have a supernatural mm. experience yeah. and you really understand God and understand what's going on in this world. Yeah. It, it got real for me at one point. Yeah, it did. Yeah. God damn, that's what that's the warning of the intention all the other signs. So yeah, you have to go drastic to get your attention. Oh, was it? Was it drastic, boy? I'll, I'll never forget. Oh, that's Room crazy. 114, nobody would have known I was in that room. Nobody. Nobody knew where I was. Nobody. Unless, like, my sister, because we share um, locations on our phone. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, that was, was nice. But ever since then, like, my health has been important. Yeah. You know? It has to, your body is your temple, so you have to protect that. Uh, you have to. Start eating Wendy's and five guys. You gotta see, you I a show off. Man, you a show off. Your inside, inside you know. is disgusting, bro. You gotta cast on stomach, brother. Are you a doctor? Bro, are you a doctor? No, but okay. I just and understand. You see my I, I understand where you're coming from, bro, because listen. You talking like, about your cheat days, right? No, that nigga would still eat like that no matter what. I mean, but he can do that. Look, that's his calories. Look, he just get mad. He gonna bitch press his couch. Bro, that's that's all he wants. I'm gonna burn it out. I'm burning yeah. out that truck. Bro, you are not lifting heart weight. You got to feed the machine. He won't work it out. Yeah, he will work it off. But he's not working out his heart. He just his heart rate, but he oh he clogging it up with all that burgers and shit. That nigga right? said five guys. You know how greasy that bag is. I was just just throwing a, a burger joint out there. I'm glad you said that, man. I ain't had a big meal for a hot minute. I need some checkers. 
I didn't realize that I and I didn't realize that until I have went so long without eating a burger on the regular or just it's like you saw the difference. It looked it looks so disgusting. And how it affects your body afterwards. Yeah, like I feel and I'm not even a I'm not a meal prep nigga. Like I'm not gonna eat veggies or I'm not gonna eat a shake, drink a shake or nothing like so I'm not even like no, I don't even, bro. I don't, I'm still not a healthy nigga. I'm not a health freak yet. Right. But it's just like, just understanding. I've just stopped with the burgers and the wings because. Whoa, it's, whoa, whoa. I know, and it's hard. I did not stop completely. I just not have had it. Yeah, like, I ate it Wednesday, right? I ate it last Wednesday when I went to Telgate. But before then, I had not had wings in like two months. So, what's your normal? meals that you eat. I know you eat some. That's the crazy thing, and I don't know where that came from, but in the last month, that's all I've been eating. So you just and eat I, and, Huh? So you just eat some. Yes, and that's the crazy... And salads. Yeah. And, and that's not... Per, that's what my mind has trained, and I don't even know where the fuck that came from, because that's not what I'm... Per, I'm, I started that for a week. So your inside ain't ugly like mine? Now it is. Yes, it still is. But I'm working away. Hey, so you say I ain't working away? Right, listen, listen. I, and that's how I say I understand because, boy, I know I'm looking at you and, and me stopping that. And I'm like, well, that was me. And you and you know you work in the gym hard, so I know your appetite is disgusting. I know you, you just... Your appetite bro, disgusting. that nigga Trey, he eat like a pregnant woman. Yeah. Like we go to um he big, Buffalo probably. Wild no, like both of them work yeah, they work workout feet. So yeah. it's like he will still get two meals. Yeah, calories. And and yeah, he calories. say that he will eat, you know, he may save some for later. He says that, but some of that shit don't make it calories. out out the out the restaurant because he may have a corner of it. Like, but <laughs> something's going, but it's not something that you'd be like, I could just eat later as a meal. It's just yeah. a teaser before you go to sleep. But the food he's eating right then and there, you just look at it. I'm like, and you got to understand too, how big they are. Like, man, what you consume, what, 3,500 calories if you are counting. Yeah, he needs that. So when he goes to the, that's the fuel he needs, man. Yeah, I, I swear, I swear to God, uh, I'm out there getting truck. Yeah, something. so it's not really nothing. Yeah. What you weigh? Man, <laughs> I'm just getting up finally to like 178. That's what, that's what, damn, but that's what that look like. Damn. But you got to say he got height too. Yeah. So yeah. his height, you know. I always tell him you'd be taller if you had no bullet. <laughs> You'd be about six three. You ain't no bullet, but you sit. You about six foot. You cry, you 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 knocking on six one. You ain't got no bullet, but you hear me? You got no bullets. That's the only thing. But, <laughs> that's the only thing. But it's just like man, we don't realize just how how bad we. But I'm I'm proud of us that we all are just finally getting our shit together, like. Yeah. Finally, we have realized we get old and life is too short. Like you have people near death experiences mm -hmm. and we've watched death so close to us. Mm -hmm. Some of us has waken up because we've seen close death so close to us. And some of us 
Oh, man, I'm 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 just happy that I did not know that that happened to you. Like, yeah, that gotta be. Scary. It was only like one person on the phone, and I told her pray for me. She was like, she would pray for me, and I was like, man, pray for me, bro. Come on. And as she was praying, like I just felt my heart rate just started just speeding, just speeding, speeding, speeding. Like how it started off was like for me, it was a situation that went down in my household. You know, and I tell people. All the time. My mom used to always say this growing up. You have to be careful who you're around mm-hmm. because people have spirits attached to them mm-hmm. and they don't even know. But if you get too close to them, they will consume you too. Mm-hmm. And I was dealing with somebody whose family has the spirit of anger. Mm-hmm. Now we all have anger, you know, I won't say anger issues, but you know, tempers, like it's certain mm-hmm. stuff that'll make us trigger. And I'm key to that. And mm-hmm. being around my family, they will tell you that too. They'll be like, look, Jelena is the type of person she'll laugh and joke with you all day long but please understand my child just like anybody else you step on them step on them wrong they're gonna explode so being in a narcissist you know relationship with somebody yeah if people don't know the ins and outs of it a lot of it's provoking provoking being in that relationship where the other person wouldn't understand where I'm coming from it's times where the, the argument starts I punched the window out because she called my mother a bitch. So boom, that happened. Then dealing with a child who had behavior issues because both parents lacked, mm-hmm. you know, and then like giving the child attention, mm-hmm. you know, he would show out. So mm-hmm. he would put food in his mouth as a coping mechanism. So people would think, oh, he has mental problems. He didn't know. Like nobody saw that but me because I spent more time with the child. He was very ungrateful. He was very unappreciative, not humble, you know. And early that day, I was like, okay, I'm making some food for his mother and I, you know, starting the keto journey, getting back into the weight loss thing. And I asked him straight up, I said, look, are you going to eat this tuna with us? Yeah, I'm going to eat it. Knowing damn well he not, because he doesn't eat mayonnaise. So I'm like, all right. Lord, maybe we starting off a new track. He's going to be honest. We don't have to get mad, yell, scream. I'm trying to stop all that because you get tired of fussing and stuff. That takes from your spirit. So I asked him three times, are you eating this tuna with us? Yes, I'm going to eat it. Are you sure? Yes, I'm going to eat it. Are you sure? You sure? (laughs) Because I said it just like this, because if you play in my shit, I'm going to fuck you up. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. I cooked the night prior. So he had whatever little chicken that was left. And I made like rice and like broccoli and cheese and shrimp. Shrimp mixed together as a side. I should have ended up giving him that. Yeah, it, was, it was good. I should have gave him that. That's but healthy right now, dog. But I'm trying to give it, you know, give him the, you know, the satisfaction that he's going to be honest and say, hey, I'm eating No this. kid's going to be honest about healthy shit. Right. But he wasn't. And he was going to eat that candy now. He was going to eat a full meal of candy if you would ask him about oh, it. Yeah, you would never no have. Doubt. But you're going to talk about some healthy shit. Niggas is not. No kid on God's green But he, he kind of does to just, a degree. Just was like, oh, all you got is vegetables. I am hungry enough to eat that. That's what adults do. If you're hungry enough, what your parents should say? You'd be like, I don't want that. But and then they don't even be like, you don't, if you're hungry enough, you eat it and leave it right there. And it's up to you. You ain't got nothing. So yeah. it's like, but these, but. Even through that, like, we were so stubborn. Yeah. We wouldn't. He was very stubborn that day because, like, we had cameras. In, I have cameras in the house because of his behavior. Because nobody would believe the stuff we say. Yeah, like, it, kid you not, I could call yeah, his mama now. Nah. that way. Like, it's crazy that we have to really just have right. concrete everything. 
No, no I was more of the, the father I, figure, the male. And you have to be careful with that because that's not you. You know what I'm saying? I've like, come to the conclusion because I definitely tried gentle parenting with my kids, but y'all are not gentle children. But that's a new word. Right. And he's y'all not. Being gentle with he me. wasn't. And that day, like I said, like I went in the room, his mom made him the player to him. So I'm in the room and stuff. I have some other stuff going on. And the little put in my screen was like, look at that camera. So I'm sitting here on my phone. So she give him the plate. He's sitting there. He's like. He looks around. He gets up. And we had two trash cans. We had a white trash can and a black trash can. I always sat next to the black trash can. The table looked just like this. So I had to do was I always fold my plate up. Because see, he thinks he's. Like a lot of kids nowadays, they think smarter than us because they feel like we weren't kids. We just woke up as adults. So I always fold my plate up and have throw in the trash can because he has a habit of throwing away food. His mom will leave food out for him to eat. She'll go to bed and she had to work at night. And he would, if he didn't want it, throw it away. And he's tried that before with me. And I told him, if I catch you, we're going to have a problem. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you, you know how I get down. Are you sure? Yes, ma'am. I'm like, okay, you can test the waters, but don't do that. Money's hard to come by. You got to teach him that because, like I say, he's not a humble child. He doesn't come from a humble background. You know what I'm saying? So, next thing you know, I look on the camera. He gets up. He gets the empty. First, he he tries to throw the plate in the trash. Then I'm sitting there. His mom's laying on the bed talking to her brother on the phone. And I'm like, he lost his goddamn mind. This nigga tried it. Like, oh my God, are you serious? Tried. No, he tried it. And she's like, what? I said, this nigga really got the nerve to throw the fucking food away. So as he realized not to throw the food away, he sees the empty mayonnaise jar. He gets the food and he puts it in the mayonnaise jar. Mind you not, he got everybody thinking that ain't nothing wrong with him, that he's perfect. He gets around other people, you know, like kids do, they play us. Like if he was here now, he'd be chilling. Hey, what's up? Talk to you intelligently. Then I leave and then, you know, they, they the truth them comes out. Man, when I saw him put that mayonnaise jar on that table and put the food in there, he folded the plate up like I do because he don't fold his plate up. He threw that bitch in trash and then he got the napkin and wiped the table. Then he went to the shelf and looked like, what I'm going to eat next? I ain't going to lie. I lost it. I lost it. So I'm like, in the way, hell. I grabbed that belt. Man, I went in that kitchen. I chopped his ass, and he jumped like, "No!" I was like, "Yeah, oh, you nigga, it was on after that." So by that time, I was just. And by that time, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Rage was in. It was in, and he's a runner. So he gets his ass whooped. He's a runner. He's a church. Literally, he runs. I kid you not. His mama tell you that when it's time for ass whoopers, he runs. So when I came up to him, I was blowed. I walked off, and I was just going in. And I remember I caught him in the back, back to him in the back. He fell. And I went over and I was like, are you seriously going to do this? Like just everything, just six and a half years of raising a child who's ungrateful. And nobody saw that. The family, no, nobody. When his mother and I would tell our stories about his behavior in school and what he's done to other kids and stuff, nobody didn't care. But when I flashed out on him, and this was on accident, I didn't even know I hit him. I feel like I didn't even hit him that hard in his face, but I blacked his eye. And when I saw that, I was like, I remember picking him up and I see his eyes swell. And I was like, oh shit. And ain't no coming back from that. But I was just like, what the fuck? 
I'm like, Lord, not me. I'm like, are you serious, Jelena? Like, I was 38 hot. I had brought him a phone because he was in the process of having a father-son relationship with his dad, supposedly. That didn't go well. But he gets the phone and he likes attention. So all it takes is for you to ask a question. He wants attention. He's an attention seeker. So ask him a question. He just goes in and he just tells any and everything. He has that gossiping spirit. You know, those ones that don't have a limit on their mouth. Yeah. They tell you everything but the right thing. Well, that, because that's, they, that's they allow all he's that. been around is right. chirping and that's women what, behavior. That's what runs no in their men, family. No men talk like The that. men do it in their family, too. It runs. So, so when you have those spirits, it it, it gravitates. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's heavy. It, it's real heavy for a lot of people. <laughs> so how did the behavior change? Yeah. To, since that happened, we get to the fun part. So... You tell your grandmother that I just walked up to you, box you in the eye because you threw something in the trash. So, of course, as a grandmother, she sees the picture, runs away. Yeah. You tell the whole family, I just walked up and boxed me in the eye because some simple food. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I asked you several times, did you Did you even say you didn't want the food or anything? Just mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now... The siblings feeling some type of way. People think I got angry issues. I'm a monster. I'm a child abuser because he got people thinking that I'm abusing them and stuff like that. So just that was just a dark space for me being around somebody who has a narc as a mother and a father. And then he's in that path, too. So that just really put me in the space. So that day I left. When I was like, let me just go ahead and get my space because I can't believe it was happening to me. You feel me? I'm like, bro, out of all the stuff I've been through with y'all, like, really? Y'all really trying to tarnish me like that? So, you know was, what I'm saying? The, was the mother on your side? Or yeah, she was there. She saw it happen, too. But, of course, being the mother and the family already don't care for me, like I was explaining to you earlier, when you don't set boundaries and you allow people to take from you, when you do start to speak up... They're going to take you as a joke. Right. And that's what it was at that point. Everybody it's not even it. take you as a joke. Now you was now. Oh, she got you scared. Yeah, and that's you know how people saying? was so taking it. Like, so she like, oh, slapping the shit out of both of y'all. Yeah, so that's you're, how people you're afraid to speak. You, she's making you go that route because right. you're afraid of her. And that's instead of just saying it's even if she's saying no, that's not true. They're they gonna steer. They're not hearing yeah, that because they hearing that because it's like why would you let somebody? Because yeah. the what they're running with is that's not your child. Right, and that's why. How are you going to let a stranger right. discipline not only discipline your child, but do that to your child? They don't your she, child. She's not even a stranger. Though. But that's like, not, I see what you said. They're not looking at it like right. that. Like I you were saying, it. ethical or not, technically, yeah. that is a technically. Yeah, that's not your child, right or wrong. They don't care. They didn't care about that. If they would have told her told them that the mama blacked the eye and I told and her that's that. how the story was they would they would have been all right like, yeah but tech but For doing me, the same action the same consequence right. different person right no it didn't care about no. me being in the child's life from four years old because yeah. I was with him from the age of four and eleven he'll be twelve next month parenting like a mug like well everything nah, nah. They, they didn't care about none of it. they don't care about clothing baby none they don't care about none of that it was just the stranger the outsider because grandma didn't want me there no problem i stopped the money train for her you know how people are money hungry it's a household you have to make a sacrifice you're married 
So when it comes to your household, you will take care of your household. If you had a mother who was always money hungry and then your wife come in, she's going to have a problem with it. And that's how it was for us. But then once, like I said, all that stuff happened, I went to a, a fashion show in Atlanta. So on the way there, I'm just jamming music and everything. So I set up my, uh, I set up my hotel room and I told him I was going to be late, probably by like, like two hours behind checkout. I'm going to check in time. But I said, I end up at one o'clock. That's what time I was going to come. So I'm driving, listening to music. My mom always says, stop driving on the road at night. She's like, stop driving on the road at night. She's like, it's something always out there. I'm like, man, whatever. She don't know what she's talking about. You know, kids, we, we rebellious. You're not going to listen. So I'm driving in. One o'clock hit. And it was like, final destination. You've arrived. I'm like, arrived? I'm like, what the hell? I'm on a dirt road. At a stop sign. With a church across from me. And it's a big, big black field with two headstones. And my destination was saying, right there is the cemetery. That's why I was supposed to be laying at at one o'clock. So I'm freaking out. I've never had this happen to me before ever. Yeah. So I'm just like, wait a minute, hold up. You know, when you walk with God, the closer you get to him, the more the enemy fights you because it's like now you're waking up like, how dare you? You you was good with me. It's not even waking up. I've always known God walk with him. But it's like when you decide to go that extra mile, that's when the supernatural started hitting. So after that situation, from being around somebody whose family has breed darkness, witchcraft. Yeah. When the Lord started explaining you stuff about people and you ignore it because he'll send people to you and you sent back like, man, whatever. He sent people for years. And when they listen to this, this episode, they're going to be like, you lying. No, this is real deal here. This is legit. Like, get close to God and he'll show you some things about your own people that you call blood. So when that situation happened, I called her. I was like, pray for me. Pray for me. Please pray for me. I was like, she's like, no, you paranoid because of what happened. Like, it's fine. It's okay. We know. I'm like, bro, you don't understand what just happened. Like, I'm now I'm freaking out. I'm tripping and I feel my heart start to enlarge. And like I said, I couldn't put my left arm down for nothing. So I'm like, I need to find a hotel. They say, you know, I start smelling like corrosion, like I wouldn't even say trash. Like, I don't know if you ever smelled like a dead body before, but it smells horrible. I've never even smelled one, but that night, it was 10 times worse than sulfur. So I pull up, I had to pee real bad. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the Waffle House. And I start seeing like some crazy, iffy people because at this point, I don't know what's going on with my body. I don't know what's going on with me. And I look back and I smell like this, this stench, stench. Like, I don't know what it was. So I'm like, that trash can around me? Ain't nothing behind me. No trash can, no nothing. And it was like it was in my car. Like if something was sitting there with me in my car. Oh yeah. Boy, I I, I once I hit hit when I once I hit that child. That's why I asked you about Yeah, once I hit that child, I rattled whatever it was because the grandmother was using her grandson to do witchcraft on me. Yeah. So once that happened. I remember, I didn't tell her this now. This would be the first time she hears that she listens to this podcast. So, 
I'm like, I got to find a hotel. I was like, I just got to get in the room. I'm good. I was like, so I Googled, excuse me, I Googled um, a motel, whatever's closest to me. And I checked this out. I pull up to this place in Atlanta called a Chit Chat. It's like a little hole in the wall. It's like a hotel and a motel next to it. The hotel was where I was supposed to be checking in originally at one o'clock. I ended up at the Chit Chat. I ended up at the motel next to the chit chat and I got out, got the room and everything. And I would just remember just praying hard, just praying super hard. And then next thing you know, I just felt like I started feeling weak. I was like, oh man, my chest. I was like, what in the world? What the? I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong with my chest? I was like, just please pray for me. Just like pray for me. And she didn't want to pray for me. And I was like, man, come on, stop bullshitting. Pray for me, man. Come on down. So she starts praying for me in the middle of prayer. That's how I felt. I was left. I was like, you make me slap the hell out of you in Savannah. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on now. I am praying for you in some dark days. So she started praying for me. And then, like, my body just went into this massive shock. And I just felt strain on my heart and everything. And I remember getting up. And something was like, get up, stand up. And I was like, nope. No, I'm not about to get up. I'm just praying. I'm just praying. And they say, you know, when she got finished praying, like, I remember standing up. And I remember I had to go use the restroom because you know they say when you pass away you take your last bowel movement and mm. you take your last urination and that's what happened when I looked in the mirror like my eyes were just like bloodshot like all my veins came to my eyes yeah and I was like did I just had a heart attack that was June 29th yeah I'm so childish. I've been like, not me dying. But you, but it happened so fast. I didn't even, I I didn't think about that. And then to realize what my grandmother went through when she passed, I was like, just like the spiritual, just the part of you of it's, it's okay knowing life, life and death happens. Oh, yeah. So the understanding that, that that would happen of just your living. In the, the ways of life of just knowing that that will come. Yeah. And if that was the part that you were freaking out with is what's happening, not the result of it. Right. You were just worrying about what was happening. If yeah. death came to it, you wasn't like, I hope I'm not dying. You're just the what you're going through. If that was the destination that it was going to be, it's mm-hmm. just like. Is this the way that you go through that if you're looking into the light or if you're taking your transition, this is how it goes. Like, so you're not even having time to think about the result. You're just so worried about what's going on at that moment and just knowing, just pray. So in the prayer is if this is what's going to happen, I am now saving my soul. So when that transition happens, I'm ready. So it's not like, I'm, oh my God, somebody called now I'm about to die. It's like, pray for me. Yeah. Let's pray together. So whatever that I have done, let's get it out. So the forgiveness process starts for my judgment. So I get what you're going like, cause me and him just sitting back and everything that you're saying, how I'm taking it, I'm just like, that's all I'm thinking about is that's that process. Yeah. And you know, when she said the sofa, and the demon sitting next to you, it was like, all I'm thinking about is that death angel just sitting back. And it's just like, demons are real. Yeah, yeah real. like, is that what? It was real. If that really was her time, or is that one of those things where you always told me that 
when it comes to the suicidal thoughts, the devil would keep telling you, yeah, why not? Yeah. So that was not saying that she was going to die, but that was the moment of to get her to freak out and panic yeah. to kill herself, not purposely, but to do something that will cause her demise, wreck the car, run, run out of the car, screaming, yelling and get hit by a car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To make, to, to give her the influence because it's like Constantine, they, they only have influence. Right. They, uh, they can only influence you. They don't do anything to you. They can't. Right. Their job is to influence you. Either the angel gonna influence you to stay good. The enemy is going to influence you to do bad and to act out without the thought of. So with her panicking and not trusting in the savior, she would have done something crazy and not having the time to restrain herself, pray. The prayer is what just like when you having the issue, like if somebody is a preacher is being for, you know, brought up into a temptation of a woman. They always say if a woman is seducing you for pastor, just stop praying. Right. So that's what she was doing, saying, pray for me to pray whatever that is away because prayer is going to acknowledge that they can't stay there. They are protected. So even if God took his hand off of her for whatever reason, because she was used in the demonic and when she was enraged, that was her. So, yes, when you do wrong things. He takes his hand off you, and as soon as he does, the enemy sees that there is a vulnerability. Uh, it's a vulnerability. He oh, ate that. So, up. but as soon as she prayed, that was the acknowledgement of oh, the yeah. Creator to come back. I pray for hours. I'm sorry. I apologize. He's like, well, I can't ignore her prayer. He would never ignore your prayer. Right. He would never ignore your prayer. Once you start to pray, that is his permission to come back. Yeah. That's and and everything that you said, it was just playing in my head. And I laid back and I was just like, I'm listening to your story and then I'm watching it step by step. I'm watching that. And when she brought up the angel, I'm seeing the angel. I mean, that oh, it, was, angel. it was two angels with me. You know I'm watching saying. that dev angel sitting next in the oh, yeah. passenger seat. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that, that whole story was, was wild. I, and I knew and I knew you felt that when when I heard you shout glory. I was like, oh yeah, that's the old time religion. Yeah, you feel yeah. it? Yeah, it was. It was you know real. What I'm saying? Like it that, was real. But I, I and I never batted an eye of laying like, oh, that's crazy. No. Like I was, I knew everything that you was going through. I'm talking about step by step, and I know why. Um, because again, that rage that was over you, it was because being around that type of energy yeah, for, for so years. long. Yeah. Like you said, your mom, they always told you that. It will jump on you. And I so I didn't realize how real it was. That I'm like, anger issues. I'm hearing her brother knocking the younger brother out. And I'm like, that's anger. I'm hearing him fighting as a child. I'm like, well, yeah, that's yeah. that's anger, brother. That, and she's so, smashing and phones. Subconsciously, and I'm like, that's not me. Subconsciously, <laughs> you're hearing what they're doing. Right. And that is what's jumping on you. So the first mm-hmm. side of rage that you felt like you can't take it anymore, yeah. your mind subconsciously make you react like that. Because mm-hmm. all the other times you were never reacting like that. Right. So, and you, and you weren't, you, and that means you have, before that happened, you started walking in a positive direction in your life because he's never going to be able to come and try to influence you 
unless you have been on a path of doing something right that he needs to throw you off to make you disappointed in yourself, to make you down on yourself, to stay in that spot. Right. But if you don't, if you don't combat it, if you combat it, that means, okay, damn, she really is. She really is doing right. So they're going to keep doing more things oh, yeah. to influence you. But I'm, I'm glad. Damn, this was definitely a good one, though. Like, I'm glad you finally came through. Like, I, like I said, ever since even the first one that I posted, like the eulogy with Lil Bruh, like you definitely has always been, you know, even if you don't listen to him, like you have always been one to support it and always, you know, congratulate me or, you know, hearted or whatever that you always just still felt like to reach out and give appreciation of you doing a good job and stuff like that. And I always notice that. And I always see the things that you say on your stuff. And I'm like, you know what? That type of person, bro, I got to give her a chance to be in there with me. Like, and we just talk like it don't do good justice to see me read your statuses or your stuff like that and be like, Hmm, that's pretty cool. It's different when you have that person in your energy, in your space. I and and it have and the way that it went, that's how I, I placed it in my mind. I w- and I'm I wish I would have done it earlier, but I'm <laughs> glad that when it happened, we're in a place in our lives now that that's the reason why it was so great this go around. Like I definitely appreciate you taking that, and it only took me one time to ask you. Yeah. Like I asked you, and I was like, is six days too soon for you? It's like, nah, it's perfect. Like, and you definitely came through. Um, before we close out, you want to, you know, give everybody your tag that you want, you can be reached on and to keep out an eye for when everything do drop for you so you, you know where to find you at. Yeah, on Instagram, you can hit me up at uh, Smooth Cool Kid. You know, same thing on Snapchat, Twitter. Um, be careful with my Twitter. That's like my personal <laughs> journal, you feel me? But, uh, you know, Facebook as well under my government name, Jelena Davis. But, you know, smooth cool kid. That's me. Definitely. People always ask, why you, Why they call you the smooth cool kid? I'm like, well, all my life, I've always been told I've been smooth with my words. Like, you get smooth, man. Like, everything you do, you real smooth. You cool as a fan and deep down at heart. I'm always be a kid. I still look like one, man. We went to Jacksonville one time. The lady was like, you, you need two kids meals? So I'm looking off in space. When I came back, I was like, Two kids meals. Yeah, you really got a soft. I was face. like, for who? And they was like, you. I was like, no, I don't need no kids. I'm a grown ass woman. I was 25 at the time. I'm like, what, what, what you kids me? I'm like, do I really, can I really pass? Yeah. And then people were telling me, they was like, yeah. I ain't gonna So real soft face. Yeah, people tell me that too. That's why I gotta keep it, keep it fresh. When you say childish, but it's very yeah. soft. Yeah, right. this is cheap. Right. Boy, I love it. Like when you, you said know. that you just blew a gasket, like yeah. I was just like, that face can't be mad. Yeah, he was like, keep trying. Yeah, just such a sweet ass face. Yeah, like, and, that, and to be honest, oh God, lady, like, you don't get mad. That look that, at your face. That's how it was. That's how I felt at that moment. Yeah. I was like, bro, you really test the waters on me. But it, it, that whole experience. And you probably still look sweet whooping that ass too. Like, <laughs> I, it's like, no, no, should no. I cry? Nah, it was more fear. It, nah, for him, it it's all fear. in the eyes. Yeah, not it the was. Face. It was the eyes. It's the eyes. So it was. I can see the eyes getting big, but the face never frowning. 
like to where it's like wrinkles. But you're not the first person to ever say that. That really, because you know people push you to that limit. But when I did, they're like, bro, it's something in your eyes. You got no wrinkles in your forehead. Like you don't ever frown up. Like yeah, that's a good thing. You got to stay positive. That's why once that situation happened, I. A lot of people, when I, I tell them, like, just helping other kids who have rage, and I tell them that story, they sit back like, you lying, ain't happening. Why your girl would be like, oh, like, you look so sweet when yeah. you mad? Mad that damn crazy ass. <laughs> like, man. I ain't cute when you mad. You look <laughs> so sweet when you mad. <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad you said that. I feel like that's why a lot of shit used to go down, probably. Man, you just look so you probably sweet. used to provoke me to get that. Evil, evil would do that shit to you. But nah, so man. I, I, try, I try to make sure, like, you gotta, like you said, protect your peach. You got to, man. Because when you harvest that in you, it shows on your face. A lot of people walk yeah, around. Yeah, I can't hide. That got them three lines. You're like, man, what's wrong? And that's not from a fitted. Yeah. So, like, why are you doing that? Why are you looking like that? I know like if that? I was like, around you regularly, like, even if you snap, I'd be like, okay, okay, is this part of the time you're mad? Nah, it's very rare. Nah, it's very rare. So when that happens, I don't know how to take this because you still look sweet. Like, you mad right now? All right, so you mad. Okay, dang. You somebody, like, you asking me a question, I'm like, man, bro, you got my favorite. I hit you. Thank you. I'm glad you said that because we literally had a situation like this the other day. For real? Yes. Yes. He was wrong. I'm like, nothing. And he be straight face too. No, I'm like, he was like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. Because he called me. And I was like, nothing's wrong. He was like, what's wrong? Sound positive. I'm like, nothing. I'm like, nothing. I'm good. He was like, you don't sound chipper. <laughs> nothing is wrong. So he was like, so I didn't say not gonna tell you what's wrong. Nothing. He was like, oh, so now you get mad because I keep asking you what's wrong. So nothing. I'm like, but it's bad that you know that. And you still gonna ask me. It'd be like that sometimes, man. I just wanna know. Yeah. I mean, so I can know. But nothing Karen. was wrong. So then I was like, oh, I went and got my passport today. My picture is ugly. Oh, that's what's wrong. Yeah. Nothing's see? wrong. Nah, nah. It's the divide, man. He heard it. You know, no. when you got them spiritual ears. Thank you, because you read between the lines. Thank you. Nothing. I've been there before. Was, you read between the lines. I was not lines. mad. I was literally saying, You weren't shippered because of the pictures. You don't have to be mad, but yeah. you, you nothing was you, wrong. Nah, you weren't you. That's just like me. People hit me up and you know I'm in a very... because me and my sister were talking about topics from their ethical book. Yeah, and it had you thinking in the space that wasn't you, so he had to question well, that. Was it nothing wrong? Well, it, no, it, it didn't have to be negative, you. but it, I, I've been there before, you. man. I know. Nah, just, we just trying to make sure that's all. I mean, it's just on. like, come on, man. She she been saying the same thing that I say all the time mm. since she stepped foot in the door. Like, I'm talking about when she said something about the ethical book, like, nigga, I was like, that's the same exact yeah. thing, word for word, I said. So it's just like, damn, somebody find like, but I mean, I don't push the buttons to make someone mad. Right. I just like want to just, you know what I'm saying? Like, good. So like, I can know, like, maybe I should leave you alone. Like, I don't know. Like, let me know so I can know a what to do. A lot of times, I, and a lot of times with this young man, his mother, and a lot of our situations that came from how you just said, I want to know, because you weren't in a space when he called you, you weren't in a certain space that he's used to. 
So he wanted to know, and it doesn't have to be nothing bad, but you could just say it up front. Hey, look, me and my sister was, you know, we was chit chatting about some stuff in the book, and it had me thinking. But but, you, it, but then you would you ask for, but you like that. Yeah, you, you want your know. friends to know yeah. when you're not in the right space. It's so like I want to get So now right I'm a, I'm me. just sick then right. because I know you. Right. Like even with him, like bro, you good, like. Yeah, I was like, nah, cause like, and even not that you answered it funny, it's just like, nah, bro, cause you you be acting different. Mm-hmm. So it's like you usually more chipper than this. You're usually laughing a little bit harder if I crack some shit. Like, right. what's on your mind? Like, you should. They should never feel anything of to just like if something's on your mind, just go ahead. I should not have to pull it out of you. Right. If I've already identified it, see what's the problem is you feel some type of way that I know you. Right. Like, yeah. You feel some type of way that I know. You. Right. And that's the issue. I know you and you're like, how could somebody know me like that? Right. And other people don't sometimes. That's not that's not always the issue. All right. So I'm just being nosy. So I'm just nosy. I'm, 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 I'm not saying you being nosy, that. but some, some people. That. I mean, I, I believe y'all got a friendship to where um she could open up to you, but maybe she just wasn't. My thing is, some a lot of people don't open up right, right in the beginning or in the mid because some people just don't trust other people, and some people use their business and go. Use, I'm not saying you do. That's I'm what I'm saying. saying. I'm different. Yeah. You're yeah. saying people. But you know what? You're, we're not I talking think, about I me. And you know me, that. And I tell everybody that you have to be very direct with me. You have to say me exactly what you mean. Right. So instead of saying what's wrong, uh, what you got going on, what you doing. That that would have took the conversation in another direction right. because again nothing's wrong. Now what I'm doing? Oh, what's on your mind? Because you sound different. That's oh, what I think. That I said that. <laughs> you said that. You I said, what's going on? You don't, 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 don't sound chipper. Mind. You don't no. usually sound like that. Man no. said chipper. He okay. said you don't sound like that. He said nothing. He said you show. I'm like yes. <laughs> I said why? Why you asking me what's wrong? Because you don't sound chipper. I'm like. Well, damn, I got to sound chipper when I talk to you. You're hey, like, Justin. Yeah. You're all right, Justin. What again? <laughs> if you answer the phone a certain way right. all the time. Yeah. It's not of- like you you all, you all often just today, you don't, tomorrow. It, you A long stretch of you always answering the phone a chipper way. Or you're smart at the mouth when you answer the phone. You're like, what? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're quick on something <laughs> like that drag of, like, whoa, nigga, whoa. Yeah, what's yeah. up? Like a little cat. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? The other time you sound for peace, what's up? It's just like, let's talk, let's, let's talk it out because I'm ready, you know, if, if we have a conversation, right. it's always about something positive. Okay, so did you do some scrubs today? You know what I'm saying? Do that, or it's some podcast stuff. It's something, it's something positive business-wise for us pushing each other or having substance things to talk about. So we don't need to be sad. If we got something, let's talk about it. Let's get it out and let's talk it to where we're not even worried about it. So no more. So we can start talking about the positive stuff that we got going on. Right. Let's move past that. Right. Let's not waste a conversation right. over the phone about something negative. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's get over it. You know, for the time that we're on the phone, that's something we can't control right now. Right. So let's, let's, let's find something to get you away from reality. Right. Just give you that time to get away from reality. You deserve that. You deserve to not be stuck there. 
as long as you are, they'll at least give you some time to get a break from it, knowing you have to go back to it. But take some time away from it for a minute and be positive. You know what I'm saying? That positive energy. Yeah, that's all. That's what I'm on. That's That's all. all. But B, man, you got anything to close out with, man? Muscle man? Um, you, bro. <laughs> but no, man, I really enjoyed this uh, session. Uh, with the smooth, cool kid. Like this, it's, she stepped in here. Uh, it's like, I mean, when we was in high school, you know, we'll speak. Uh, and when you stepped in here, <clears throat> I always tell people this. I, I, I pick up on vibes quick. And, oh, yeah. you know, in the beginning of the session, you know, I'm just sitting back. I'm it's almost like you, you know, when they double dutch and you trying to figure out what, when you're going to, you know, step in. But uh, what you brought to the, the platform today is uh, unremarkable. And um, I appreciate you, you know, stepping in. And I always got to give this light-skinned Negro his flowers. Oh, you know. But, uh, you be real light-skinned. Yeah, That's real light But, man, I, I appreciate you like always, man. Uh, you always call me little brother. I'm stop and think I'm the big brother. I, I love you, man. But uh, you, <laughs> hey, you just wide, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, wide, man. Bro. I, I appreciate you, man. It's always good stuff. Always good stuff. It was, it was a pleasure to be here, Joe. And this is how I go, man. This is always healthy dialogue and fruitful things you can take away. But don't let this be the last time because you're always invited. You always invite me. I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate And you. we're in the rabbit hole. It is JP on the FWM podcast. Follow me. I just been balling out every season. Know it's some niggas I left in the beach. I just been married to Double Cup. I gotta pull me a four inside another leader. Tie up the bands and then run it up. I gotta put the new bells inside of the freezer. Back at the trap, I was ducking them people. Ducking the birds, sending out them eagles. All of my diamonds gon' bust out the meter. I'm dripping water, nigga, Aquafina. Then that bitch cabin if she think I need her. Hit her one time and then I gotta leave her. I'm a real street nigga. Gotta keep it right with my people. Turn a whole squad to bosses. I can't be kicking shit like I'm Adidas. Young nigga pulling up inside the Bentley truck. I just be popping shit like hot grease. I'm in my day sitting at the trap. About to call the plug, got a cop three. Looked up the Pablo Escobar, money meet and chop four. That's my top three. Bitch, I was serving the sidewalk, then I cop the drop, hopped in the street. You can't name a young nigga that's hot as me. All my niggas do murders and robbery. Got about 20 racks in a robin' jean. Niggas thinking I won off the lottery. When I hop in the push start with the pounds, niggas know that it ain't no stopping me. Out of town, champ like Mayweather. Got a new crib off the boxing ring. Put the new 4G autos on the Jeep. Run up 30 in a week. I just fuck out, I don't keep. 45 under the pillow, 45,000 in the sheets. I want the bag, nigga. I can't just no hoe if I know she ain't married to me. Bitch, I done got this shit up out the street. Red up, period, blood on my feet. I just been ballin' out every season. Know it's some niggas I left in the bleach. I just been married to Double Cup. I gotta pull me a four inside another leader. Tie up the pants and then run it up. I gotta put the new bells inside of the freezer. Back at the trap, I was duggin' them people. Duggin' the birds, sending out them eagles. All of my diamonds gon' bust out the meter. I'm drippin' water, nigga, Aquafina. Then that bitch cabin if she think I need her. Hit her one time and then I gotta leave her. I'm a real street nigga. Gotta keep it right with my people.